Coming in on three, two, one. Welcome to another episode of Bruce Booze and Reviews. Yeah! I like this shot full of shit. That's about it. <laughs> was that was that recorded? <laughs> it's not an episode if you didn't make something up. And the average for the beer that everybody loves is really high. I like getting shit on. Alright, welcome to another episode of Brews, Booze, and Reviews, a childish podcast on adult beverages. I'm Knox, and with me today is Big Earn. Hey, that's me. I'm and, here. And Chris. Hi. <laughs> so, so dramatic. <laughs> I know. I just, I, you know, I just want people to know that I'm here and I'm feeling frisky. Nice. <laughs> like a kitten. Like a kitten? Like a pussy. Well, and also today we have, uh, uh, for the first time on the show, Nathan Rowe. Welcome Hello, to the show. Hello, everyone. How's it going? And uh, w- what do you do, Nathan? Uh, I'm a local comedian in Fargo. So Excellent. How long have you been doing that for? Uh, about like three years on and off. Three years? Yeah. You so. any good? <laughs> no, no, he no. sucks. Okay. Not at all. <laughs> hey, at least he's honest. <laughs> still if working could, on it. If you could still call yourself a comedian after three years, you you know you didn't give up on that dream, so you can't suck too they bad. They still allow me to do open mics so i feel like that's a decent <laughs> sign chased yeah. off by everybody <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> excellent and speaking of the guy on the other end over here it's bo frazy how you doing bo hello and what can you tell people about yourself that have never heard of far north dakota before uh i live right on the block from knox this is <laughs> hey, this that's is my information <laughs> <laughs> And you used to run a big uh, um, uh, apparel company, right? Bone yep. Scott? Yep. Bone Scott and uh, also did the Art Riot thing, too. And you're still doing art stuff. Yeah. And yep. I still have magazines from Art Riot up at stairs that I'm collect- I still collect. Oh, right on. Yeah. The, yeah. The I got a bunch of them. sticky. It's kind of weird. <laughs> he also, it, uh, our listeners are familiar with Swing Barrel um, in Moorhead, and Bo does all their artwork. For their cans, yes. Oh, yep. I actually got two more right on, on my computer brand new ones that haven't even been seen yet go go get them <laughs> we'll show up on the podcast today right we'll very detailed sub- describe what they look like i especially love the uh the like the art riots with uh apartment wrestling federation those, that were, was, those were the best parts of art riot. <laughs> you did those out at prairie brothers at least once i think or uh yeah we yeah some brothers prairie brothers and and Riggs. Nice. Nice. So welcome to the podcast, gentlemen. Today's episode is a Knox's Notables, right? Sure. So, so that's going to be one of these. Oh, wait, I didn't, I didn't fucking save it, did I? Son of a bitch. Good thing this? he's the editor. Yep, I am. <laughs> you can fuck off. All right. <laughs> I don't have too far to go. All right, here it is. Knox's Notables. Knox's Notables. <laughs> Welcome. Notables. So today's episode is all about me. Hi, guys. <laughs> Pause from any other time. <laughs> so I like that you're not conceited. We'd be like, hey, are you a good comedian? I'm the fucking best. <laughs> <laughs> I'm three years deep, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, I just say that to make some fun, but uh, today's episode is about things that I really like that haven't been on the podcast, 
And I really want to uh, go through these with you, the listener, and my fellow podcast members here with me and uh, share the wealth. You know, I have an abundance of things here at the studio, and uh, I want to make sure to get some of these out there. So today we're going to have... He's a giver, and he needs to make room in the fridge before he gets a divorce. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) still taking up too much fridge space upstairs. And I have a box over at a friend's house of beers that he keeps in his fridge for me. (laughs) I got to pick up later, too. Uh, (laughs) It's a problem. It's a good problem, but it's still a problem. I I can always help you out with that. Storage oh, yeah, space and whatnot. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're a neighbor. You're literally a neighbor now. So I can just hey, be like, Bo, I, what are you doing? I feel like I'm getting pushed out. <laughs> no, you can come join the fun. That's why we're You can have here. more than one neighbor, you're saying. Oh, okay, uh, yeah. cool. All right. But yeah, so I have four beers and three alcohols um, of all kinds. But the last, the last alcohol is going to be an actual cocktail. Ooh. So we'll get to that when we get to that. But um, all right, well, let's, let's pull out the first couple of beers, shall we? Let's, let's shall. Let's pull out the Omnipolo, the Bianca. So a little bit about this beer, guys. So Omnipolo is yeah. from uh, it's from Belgium. It's a Belgian beer, right? So is uh, it made out of real Belgians? <laughs> no, it's that's where it's made. So this is an import beer. I mean, this is actually shipped to the United States. Oh, so geez. this is our Bianca BBRS Maple Pancake Lassie Gose. So this is brewed with buckets of our favorite dark berries. Oh, by the way, this is over at Omnipolo.com. Um, our favorite dark berries, dark such as thick. blueberries. Holy crap. Yep. Wow. It's like vampire blood. It is thick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Blueberries, raspberries, strawberries, and blackberries, and then accompanied by maple syrup, lactose, sugar, and rock salt, which makes it the goze part. going to need like a milkshake straw. <laughs> right to drink with a spoon on the bottom. <laughs> yeah. So this is a goze. It's seven percent by volume, and it's brewed at De Prof Brewerge in Belgium. Artwork by Carl Grennan, and this is sixteen euros, sixteen point three zero euros. Do I was going to say sixteen dollars and thirty cents, but sixteen euros and thirty cents wow. is that cents in euros? It, it I'm a fucking moron. Like I don't know. When you go to a breakfast place and they have the flavored syrup, and it's like you cracked open the blueberry one, and yep. you're just or just the boysenberry one, just on deep it, in yeah. it. It's delightful, <clears throat> man. It is literally like blood opaque, black, <laughs> purple color. Still very, very carbonated. Being shipped over for that distance voyage. Just no, what the fuck are you saying? I'm, I'm having work Across problems today. This is the first lands. time with this new mouth he's got. <laughs> <laughs> got to work out the kinks. Our brewery in Belgium has to import over a big distance voyage. Yes, I know. I'm lame. <laughs> distance voyage. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> all right, you get one of these well, today. All right. I started all talking right. about euros and got all fucked up. Yeah, there's all that like super dark. Rich berries and maple syrup on the nose, like yeah. a lot of it. It you can smell the pancakes that's on top of it. Yeah, <laughs> like I can't smell any beer on it at all. I get. You, you I smell- agree with a hundred percent of everything you just said, but somewhere in there, I smell like some sort of sausage too, or maybe just the breakfast. <laughs> yeah. Just reminds me of it's that. My but- hand. <laughs> get your hand I, out of my beer. I handled lots of sausage this morning in the shower. <laughs> you, yeah. Don't worry about clean. me. That's why that lady has that sticker on her truck. Get your damn dick beaters off my truck. Yep. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I do get a little weirdly enough. Something like, like a, that. Like a sausage. Maybe that's just uh, unconscious because it's, it's such a breakfasty smell. Yeah. 
No, no sausage on the mouth. <laughs> no, I'm not it's, that either. I wasn't feeling any sausage. Either. It's much tartier than it smells. Yes, it's, it's def- I mean, yeah. gose for sure. When you smell it, I, you know, it was sweetness and those things that we talked about, but usually on a gose, you can like almost smell the tart, you know, yeah. and I didn't smell any of that. This is, but whew. I almost taste like a odiness, like a steel oat pancake or steel cut oat pancake. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Not, not made of steel oats. But, I messed that up. But. No, <laughs> I know what you're saying. Yeah. I was with you. <laughs> Amazingly enough, I get like if you had church wine mixed with maple syrup and orange juice with a little bit <laughs> yeah. of orange juice on the on the top, that's what this reminds me of. It's Mogan David with maple syrup in it. <laughs> yep. And a little bit of orange juice on top. I don't know why yeah, I almost, got that orange juice. It almost reminds well, me think, of homemade choke cherry. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. Yeah, choke something. cherry. I think homemade that orange cherries. juice is because of the tanginess for that gose, that salt. It's got that acidity. Mm. Oh, that's yeah. right. It's got that salt in it. Yep. This is pretty. Yeah, it's interesting. This is the first goza I've actually I liked. Don't or goza. I don't know that I could drink a bunch of these, uh, but I could uh, drink this one pretty uh, and like it a lot. Yeah. <laughs> if I drank a pint of this, it'd be like eating an entire cheesecake. All right. <laughs> you know, it's just it's very rich. It's heavy and it's it'll sit you down. Yeah, this is a high calorie beer for sure. What's the ABV on it? Seven. Seven. I think the can said six, but I have six written down. Maple pancake lassie. Fucking hey. Any yeah. other any other comments on this one? Uh-uh. I'm All shutting right. it down for everyone. All right. <laughs> I'm gonna rate this one a big urn. Uh I'm gonna give this one a fucking five point five. Okay, so our rating system for the new people here. Oh, yeah. Zero through six. Zero to six. Uh we go quarter increments, six being the best. And zero being exactly that, throw it away. And then three, just, you know. Just average. Yeah. Or uh, this is okay. You know, so. <laughs> wow, it's like he had those right there ready to go. <laughs> so Knox gave it a 5.5. <laughs> Get a point for the obvious. <laughs> Thank you, Captain. Yeah, so I'm, I'm giving this one a 5.5. Right, you know what? 5.75, because this is like. So now you get it clear on the calculator. The, yep. This is the best. Goza, Guze, whatever the fuck they pronounce that, that I have ever had. Yeah, you know, I, I don't know what they could really do better. Because I like that tartness. Mm-hmm. It's, it's also sweet. It definitely get the some maple syrup and the blueberries on it. So the reason why I don't give it a six, honestly, is because I would I would rather have a goze that I or goza that I rate a six that's not so adjunct full filled. Right. So if Something I had one you can that- drink more than one of. Yes. Uh, see, I think this one, you stop at one drink, and it's fucking great, but if you could have more than one. That's the only one, the only reason why I don't give it a six. Bigger, and what do you give it? A five. Chris? <clears throat> a 5.25. I'm going to have to go with a 5.75, kind of for the reasons we were saying, like, if they could almost dilute it somehow and kind of stretch out and it wasn't as rich, you know, a lot more drinkable. I think that's the only room for improvement I can think of. Bo? I would go with a five as well because uh, the uh, can art, well, it's pretty. It uh, doesn't say anything to me about the the flavor profile at all. 
<laughs> it doesn't tell you anything about the beer. Nice. That was right there in the back. Better read the name there. It yeah, says, if you want to read, but <laughs> some people just it's like pictures. It's because they can't put the Denny's logo on the can. <laughs> so this is a sour ale with blueberries, vanilla, and maple syrup added. So this is just a blueberry maple pancake glass he goes at. So this is all about the blueberry pancakes. And, uh, which all, it all nailed. I like. Yeah, I like all that. I, I'm, I'm just uh, going to give it a couple or minus a couple points for the can art. Nice. Okay. I like that. So, what is, what is your score? It's a five. Five? five? Okay. <laughs> so, the average for Omnipolo? Bianca? I think it's Omnipolo. Omnipolio? Omnipolo. Is a 5.35. <laughs> That's nice. a hell of a start to the day, Knox. Oh, thank you. That's why I roll, I'm even rolling these damn bottles. <laughs> I have taught you well. All right. So this next beer, oh boy, is from Atypical. Uh, I got this beer on there. I haven't had this one yet, but I love Atypical's sour and their sour program. Uh, in my eyes right now, especially locally, uh, it is unparalleled. And I believe two uh, of the people that are on this podcast have said that Atypical is the best brewery in North Dakota. <clears throat> so this one is a, a particular interesting one for me because I like the Krikes, right? The Holy sour Krikes. beers, the Krikes, the Lambic kind of styles. Uh, so this is kind of more wild, yeasty flavory. And I kind of like delving into that more. You missed old Krikey. Yep. So you this could've, one's, you could have said that. So this is Spawn Von Krike, right? <laughs> so uh, according to Atypical's Facebook, this is possibly the most unique beer we've made to date. It was brewed in the traditional Belgian style using spontaneous Wait fermentation. Okay. <laughs> you really couldn't <laughs> figure out <laughs> you couldn't figure out what that next word was? No, I had to scroll down. I have the uh, Sure, sure. Effect. But come on, we all knew it was fermentation. Okay. <laughs> I gotta I gotta turn the, 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 the text up on these so I can read them from across the room. All right, we did this by pumping hot wort into our open top vessel, which is a cool ship. Located on a roof in order to cool and capture wild yeast and bacteria overnight. This method, along with using all North Dakota ingredients, including locally grown cherries from Odd Fellows Orchard, gives us a true North Dakota terroir in a glass. There's your BBR bingo. Terrier. Terrier. I'm like, what is a dog? <laughs> God loves a terrier. Fermented and, and filtered through a dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's terrier. That was terrible. It's like that coffee that goes through monkeys. It's like <laughs> oh, yeah, the most expensive coffee. That's just <laughs> a little coffee beans. Yeah. Terriers. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. This ref <laughs> this refreshing barrel aged brew drinks like a funky cherry spritzer. Spontaneous gold nail with cherries. This is a seven point three percent ABV. Look at that bubble. It's kind of an orangey rose. It's yeah. harder to pick up a note oh, on this one. This fucking just Try smell, spill it smell all over yourself. Pants. That's how I do it. Here, let me smell your pants. <laughs> yeah. See if I get something out of here. Yeah, it does kind of like, as far as the looks of it goes, it's still bubbling, which is great. Great ferment, uh, carbonation on this one. Yeah, like a rosé. It's got a little bit of cloudy orange in it, so it's got that orangish tint to it. No head, but it's still very bubbly. So am I. The, the nose is <laughs> the nose has got that wild fermentation, yeah. that spontaneous fermentation of the of the wild yeast, and I can tell that it's that kind of farmhousey 
Right. Yeah. Yep. It's very light aroma, though. I mean, I it smells like it's a sour with, you know, very light fruit. But cre- clean. It kind of, on the nose, it kind of has that. <laughs> yeah, there's a microphone there, you fucking head. Speaking of head. <laughs> <laughs> So this kind of to, to, to me kind of has those esters, those 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 smells of like that clove slash banana that you get in a Belgian ale, a little bit on the background on the malt, and then it's got that really sour cherry in the nose, but not like cherry gum, like wild cherries that you get on a fucking tree with pits in them still, <laughs> the real shit. Yeah, not I, I, I really don't get it. I don't really get a whole lot of cherry. He's just moment. reading yeah. notes. He gets none of that shit. Yeah, wait, he's no, got to scroll down some more. I'm not reading anything. I'm... Jesus. No, yeah, yeah. Like, Cranky. Like, like you said about the carbonation, like mm. when I go to smell it, that's all I'm getting is just little bubbles hitting my nose. And it feels great. And it yeah. makes me giggle. Oh, man. Very refreshing. Yeah. Uh, okay, sipping on this one. Uh, it is very crisp. Like the bubbles are really super tiny, but it's super light on on the on the tongue. It's like drinking a good champagne. Nice tight bubbles. Mm-hmm. Almost a hint of like cinnamon or something. Yeah, there's like a warmth to it. Yeah, yeah. along with that tartness of the cherry. That's um, it's just cre- clean and crisp. There's a little bit of farmhouse funk in it. Yeah, that kind of meaty, grainy kind yeah. of you can funkiness. Taste, you can taste the beer in the background. Yep. And I love that on these kinds of beers. Mm. God damn, that's good. Is this kinda a higher got a, percentage? Because I can taste the alcohol more. This is this a 7.3. Oh, so so a, little yeah. bit, a, little, a little bit more than the last one. Kind of dries my tongue out, though, after a few seconds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you almost have to. Have a glass of water after this one. Oh, yeah. Or just oh. keep drinking. <laughs> it's interesting. It's not super sour. It's um it's a to me, as a like a not sours guy, it's uh just the right amount of sour. Just enough so it's yeah, it can like, be called a sour. It almost smells like like, oh, I'm not gonna like this because you get that off the aroma, the funkiness, the sourness, and I'm like the yeah. wild fermentation right. part of it. Yep. But yeah, it's actually uh pretty yeah. well balanced, I think, for See, I wish- Sour, dry, get some flavors, maybe a little bit of that cherry kind of towards the end. Yeah, you know, the sides there. I really wish that wild fermentation like sours like this were more popular because of the craftiness of it and doing it right and and really getting into the terroir of the, of, of where a, per, uh, a brewery is at lends itself to the overall taste profile of that beverage. And I really like that. It's unique. Yeah, uniqueness of doing things like cool ships and spontaneous wild fermentations on sours. I love this. That's why I want it on the show today. Uh, yeah, a little bit more of the dirty, natural. Mm-hmm. More raw. And I'll tell you what, atypicals. Like 70s really Playboy. Good. <laughs> 70s exactly. Playboy, yeah. Dirty raw. <laughs> and not worried about shaving some nuts. All right. Yeah, actually, most of my bands are like that, too. <laughs> Shaved nuts? Less, less pretty and more, and more gritty. Yeah. There we go. So, right. but atypical, man, what they're doing with their sour program is pretty yep. impressive. Yeah, and what they're we doing were with there. those terriers. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. I don't know. It's crazy. It's fucking dog. I hope they're rescue dogs. I hope they're not, <laughs> hope they're not paying, you know, at the puppy farms and shit. Well, who wants to start this one out? I started the last one. I will. All right. You, I don't give one. a fuck. All no. Right. Um, this isn't one of my favorites by them. I do enjoy it. I wish there was a little more cherry and a little more tartness to it. Um. Like their electric nectar just kind of 
is super sour and stuff. Yep, that was uh, my favorite by them so far. But it, it's still fucking fantastic, and I'll give it a five. Nathan, what do you give it? Um, I I like how it's not as rich as the last one, but it kind of limits itself from being as drinkable, you know, due to the carbonation, due to those yeasts drying out your tongue. Um, so I'd have to give it a 4.5. Still has a great cherry flavor to it. Okay. So, Sounds yeah. good. How about you, Bo? I'm sorry, Nathan. What did you say? Oh, 4.5. Thank you. Sorry. Um, actually, not being a big fan of sours, I'd probably go with uh, 4.5 simply because it is drinkable. Um, yep. I, I like the, the fact that it's not overly sour. Um. Like a like a super low pH, yeah. You don't want yeah, that. For sure. I yeah, mean, there's I, some I, out there like Warheads, all that shit, like Warhead sours that really fucking nail that. Yeah. And I'm not about. I mean, I, I would be okay with that every once in a while as a novelty. Yeah, to try it, but as a can share or a bottle share, but I'm not fucking drinking. A whole like, hey, check this shit out. I, I, I would I would take one as a dare. Yeah, but right? I wouldn't buy the shit. <laughs> but yeah, no, I actually I, I did like a pour a sour. I did like this. I mean, I could actually drink one of these. Yeah, I'm giving this one a five bigger um again this is that that really good classic sour wild fermentation i love the fact that they're using cool ships and they're getting that north dakota terroir from where they're brewing this beer and, and fermenting it choke cherry would be another additive to that that would probably oh, bring yeah. up the sour a little and, bit and make it more than north dakota yeah choke cherries are like a north dakota thing not exclusively but fuck there's a lot of choke cherry jams i remember growing up my grandma used to make fucking jars of them you know mm-hmm. um but yeah i love this one big earn what do you get uh 4.75 all right so the average for a atypical spawn von crike is 4.75 well done all right. yeah all right all right, this next one I wanted to talk about. This is from Great Notion. I just recently found this beer company here, right? And I found them by trading, trading because of Facebook groups. And God damn it, I do love social media for things like this, where you connect with somebody from across the country and just trade beers with them. They have cool artwork. Yeah, they have really I'm the artwork, distinctive yeah. stuff. Yeah. So I want to do this beer specifically this one's called climbing ladders now this is a brown ale it's got 10 and a half percent dirty ABV. dishwater brown <laughs> yeah so this imperial brown ale was brewed with crisp apples sweet maple syrup and a dash of cinnamon pair it with pie at home or sip it under some sunshine sun sh- sunshine she shuns the sunshine what am i fucking a, sean connery on a drink it with sean connery <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> thank you bunny bunny Uh, okay so this i recently tried and i gotta tell you guys i think this is my all-time favorite adjuncted brown ale top of the heat for me it smells of cinnamon i mean it looks dirty it's very opaque it's very full of stuff in the liquid right it's one of the least attractive pores that you can have. Yes. Like if you handed me this without the context of the show and you're like, drink this, I'd be like, fuck, fuck you. Uh, <laughs> I, <laughs> no, thanks. Did I you think I'd be excited this glass? <laughs> this, yeah, this looks like the next morning. Yeah, this looks like uh, <laughs> a, 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 a semi-clarified Red River water glass. You know what I mean? 
it went through an even bigger dog than a terrier, like a, a Saint Bernard or something. Hey, man. I this think it is looks Labrador. Like, I think it looks like the spit can in my brother's truck. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, right? But the smell on this and the carbonation is fucking great. I mean, smell that it's shit. It's cinnamon, then maple. Actually, like, I get that's maple the and then I, cinnamon. But. I got cinnamon, maple, then a little bit of that apple. Now, this is like Canadian I, apple crisp to me. I mean, this just smells yeah. Maybe a little brown sugar? The brown sugar is coming through for me. Oh, that could be part of the maple yeah. sweetness. Mm-hmm. It almost smells like a pecan pie. Like, I'm, you, you know, with just all the... I believe the, it's pronounced pecan. <laughs> Fuck. Rookies. <laughs> okay, he says caramel, too. <laughs> See, it's it's the way it's spelled well, that dictates that one. It's caramel or caramel. There's two it's ways. Not, yeah. It's not one or the other. It's, it is what's written. Well, it's, ca- it's either caramel... Because it's written without the extra A, or it's caramel because it's written with an extra A. It's not a fucking thing to decide. It's just read the word. Ketchup, ketchup. Pecan and pecan, there's some debate. Right. You know, because. Because it's just one spelling, you son of a bitch. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You you done now? Fucking right. Yeah, sorry about that. No, yeah, but just just by how, like, brown sugary it is. But goddamn, taste that shit, guys. I mean that wow. is that to me is like brown ale, fucking perfection. It's like Christmas morning, waking up, mm-hmm. going down, seeing all the presents under the tree, and all you got was dirty socks. <laughs> so you get fucked up <laughs> on drinks. Yeah, that's what I, I get. Dirty that's what your dad is drinking on to <laughs> this is get a, through the weekend. Yeah. This is a horrible Christmas morning. I can I can see where you're kind of getting that dirty sock, and I think that's because they use like really fine. They use actual cinnamon sticks. It feels like I, there's cinnamon mm, stick it's, cinnamon in it's here. Too, uh, I get too much cinnamon and uh, uh, dirt from mm-hmm. this one. See, I, I love dirty cinnamon, so I, like, I, drink, I drink cinnamon in my That was my favorite, favorite stripper at the yeah. club. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the redhead. Coming up the stage, dirty cinnamon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Your favorite for the last 40 years, trying dirty to, cinnamon. I was going to say, trying to pay her granddaughter's way through college. <laughs> nice. Damn it, mom. <laughs> no, I can see where you guys are coming from where it's where it's dirty, but man, I, I think this is a fine example of an adjuncted uh, 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 brown ale. I mean, yeah, I, it's my favorite. So far. Brown ale is a very particular style, and not a lot of people are all awesome for brown ales. Right? I, I always thought I would like brown ales because I like the darker beers, but earthy. something about brown ales, they're almost it's almost too earth earthy i mean too, we had to but this is a good example you, it's it smells sweeter than i think it tastes yep i get that you get brown ale i wrote that down right brown ale it's 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 earthy um it's not sweet hardly at all um slight dry finish and um yeah i get a little bit of cinnamon maybe but i don't you get really a little get bit a, i get a lot maybe that's it's just overpowering everything yeah possibly but i would i would want maybe a little bit more maple and i really don't Taste apple. Yeah, that I'd, that's not really mm, coming through either. I would definitely me. want more apple yeah. in this and a little less but cinnamon. The nose is all apple in my apple and cinnamon. And We're maple talking syrup. about the taste now, there, fella. I, I, I think I, taste, I taste apple. I taste apple. I don't know. Mm. I taste just something I mean, about that. There. It's just over end of the table. You get more apple. <laughs> See, we're a little further uh, south. I think yeah. it tastes. You so taste Coriolis effect. Yeah, glass. Yeah. Yeah, I get apple first. And then it gets right, it goes apple, bam, cinnamon, 
or apple maple syrup real quick and then cinnamon you forgot the cinnamon bam. cinnamon you forgot the bam the second time and then easy <laughs> 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 one the only person who won is a bam so like the how did, how did it get bam the second time <laughs> and at the very end it goes it, it fades from that cinnamon back into the maple syrup and at the very tail end that's when you get more apple again it's like uh, a concave, right? Where it's apple, maple syrup, cinnamon. Is he just going to keep syrup? repeating yes. himself? I'm going to yeah. say it until you guys fucking say, okay, I get it. <laughs> oh, okay. You I understand what you're saying. I just disagree vehemently. Okay. No, it, it kind I of. I feel the apple right over the top in, in the beginning, but then it, it's out on the maple cinnamon mm. dirt trail, which I like. All right. Yeah. It kind of kind of tastes like uh, unfinished and rustic, and I like that about this one. Yeah. Bo, you want to start this one out for for ratings? Yeah. Sure. Or oh, Bo. I thought you said boy. <laughs> boy, boy, boy would you like boy? to start? <laughs> we took our name tags off. Let so the land start. <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go for the full six on this one. Wow. Full six. I really like it. The the can art is really fucking cool too. Oh right, yeah, I'm Nuts. gonna give, I'm gonna give this one a um, a five point two five. The only, my only. Uh, Bad thing I have to say about this beer is uh, maybe you use a little bit of fining to get some of that, maybe make it a little bit more clear, maybe make the mouth feel less gritty. And that, that'd be my only complaint about this beer at all. Yeah, like I said, I, I drink cinnamon with my coffee, so it kind of reminds me of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to give it a 475. Chris, uh, four. Um, I think I'm going to have to go with a 5.25 as well. If the apple came through better, I think it would bump be, your score up yeah. a little more. Okay. Fair enough. The average for Great Notions Climbing Ladders is 5.05 and a perfect six for someone. Excellent. I'm really digging this one. <laughs> All right. So, ladies oh, and it's 10.5. Alcohol. Yeah, it's oh, it's, wow. it's it's high up there. I kind of sneaks in why, there. That's why I like it so <laughs> yeah. much. Yeah, you don't really notice the ABV <laughs> no. on this beer, right? The, I didn't discuss. Nobody really mentioned that either. It is ten percent. You don't really get a lot of that. You know, that alcohol kind of burn the, or whatever. Yeah, the dan- the danger taste. Yeah. The, you associate the burn with the cinnamon, for sure. Cinnamon. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, go down to the mall, get you some cinnamons. So this beer I wanted to get on the podcast uh, since episode one, but when episode one aired, I could not find it. And this is the exact year, actually, the vintage, if you say, <laughs> mm, chef's kiss, mwah, right? Uh, uh, what what are you giggling about? It's a great, it's a great name. Velvet American. Yeah. yeah. So this is uh, Firestone Walker, which, in my opinion, is one of the better breweries in the United States, period. The whole United States. And this is their 2017 Velvet Merkin. And this is the best stout I have ever put inside my mouth. Period. Wow. We shall see. It's like a void. Like there's there's zero uh, opacity. Or 100% opacity. It's uh, Spinal Tap's latest album. Crank uh, to eleven. None more black. None more black. It's not that bad. The head on it is not yeah, it's as more brown. like a Metallica black. Yeah, it's it's a brown. <laughs> yeah, it's got a it's got a brown ale type of head on it. It's kind of a lighter version of a real opaque stout. 
But here, here's what I found out. I could not fire, find it on Firestone Walker's actual website because it's from 2017. And they haven't actually made this beer in a while, which fuck you, Firestone Walker. All right. So this one I got from. We love you. Uh, beer I like Ad- how you suck their dick to start with, and now you just cut it off. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, fuck you, make some more of this goddamn beer, you asshole. All right. So here's this- my money. <laughs> right. So from Beer Advocate uh, notes are decadent oatmeal stout, lovingly aged in bourbon barrels. Beautiful chocolate, espresso, and vanilla bourbon aromas hold your whole nose hostage. Rich, dark chocolate truffle, bourbon, and espresso create a dangerously smooth and incredible drinkable barrel-aged oatmeal stout. Hoarding tendencies may occur, and it has. You better not be holding my nose hostage. And this is 7.8% ABV. <laughs> my grandpa used to do that. Got your nose. <laughs> now where is he? He's yeah. like, our beer will blow your goddamn nose off. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get a whole lot off the aroma. It's very light. Maybe, oh, you're maybe nuts. a little bit of coffee and, and some sort of earth, there's a, yeah. Dirt. There's a little bit there, but it doesn't hold my whole nose. <laughs> I got literally put my nose into it to get it, <laughs> yeah. and it releases right away. Blow some bubbles. <laughs> yeah, snorting it, you, you get a little bit mm. of. No, right away I get that maltiness. I get that that dark roasty, um, that kind of smoother. Uh, aroma Smooth from the, jazz, like like the oatmeal yeah. stout, like they, they put more oats right. in it. I can I can smell the oats on this compared to a normal uh, barley style roast. Almost like when you f- just open a fresh pack of cigarettes, you can smell that. Yep. Oh yeah, yeah it's, it's got that kind of tobacco tinge to it too, and that's okay huh. for for stouts, mm-hmm. and whiskeys, and bourbons as well. Oh so yeah, that, that's going to be a big nose th- or a flavor adjunct. They they get it from that bourbon barrel, which I this love would, about this beer. This would pair well with like a nice cigar, you know. Mm-hmm. Just oh. I need to get into cigars too. God damn it! <laughs> oh shit! Mm. So on the flavor, oh, so smooth in the mouth. They oh, nailed wow. it on the mouth field. Whoa! I instantly get that. The probably the best roasty stout flavor I get right. out of my, my tongue. It's right? like hints of chocolate and coffee that I have been married so well together that you can't necessarily go there. It is. There it is. There it is. There it is. There's that one. It's, you know, yeah, it's just it's, like mm-hmm. they're two, both two right flavor, fucking there. Two flavors has created a new flavor, and there is a like a tobacco smoke to yeah. it. I mm. agree with you. This is might might be one of the best. I've had in my mouth. <laughs> this is amazing. This is like I said, guys. Uh, I've been touting this beer, telling these guys about this beer since I've, I I fucking had it, and and yes, I I get notes of fig, I get notes of molasses, but it's the molasses Very isn't little. overpowering like most on of these stouts, kind of like this one with the. Uh, well, you know, like seven percent or higher ABV, they really get in that molasses. You back black straps. Up. That's the thing. But I this ha- doesn't. I love bourbon. I, it, but a lot of these bourbon barrel aged things, I don't like that much because I don't get the only one we have. those bourbon yes. things that I like out of it, right? I don't get any of that vanilla. I don't get any of that tobacco. I don't get any of those things. I just get overdone and it kind of gives you that burnt taste in my mouth. Yep, this is so fucking well done and balanced that you do get all those little notes in there. From the bourbon barrels itself. Yeah. I, I can even get a little bit of leather on this. Can you get oh, yeah. Little, yeah. On the very back end. Gives it that kind of dry leather on the back end. Yeah, that velvet. I agree with you there on that. And it is velvety yep. in the mouth hole. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's got those like dark coffee flavors, but they're paired really well with that like vanilla creaminess and it just it's very well executed. Everything, I mean, everything's blended so well. You could almost say any flavor right now. Yeah, 
Yeah, I get that too. Lavender and uh, and maybe uh, buttered popcorn, maybe. <laughs> it makes it so well. You don't buttery, even, you can't yeah. pick one thing out. It's beautiful. But you can you can pick out the individualities, but nothing is higher than the other one. Nothing's right. overshadowing. I, yep. I hate when things get too molassesy or they get too <laughs> alcoholy from the you know dryness from it. This is so fuck. Yeah, I, the night. I don't get. I get all that flavors you guys were talking about, but the more I have it and the more it coated my tongue, the more I get that oatmeal at the end, mm-hmm. you know, that oatmeal finish, that dry, nice dry finish. But it's not like a, I got to have a glass of water dry finish. It's yep. just a good dry, um, you know, and, stout and finish. And having that oats, those, those oats in the mash bill just lends to that creamy mouthfeel. That's why I like oatmeal stouts. They're some of my favorite stouts ever. Oh, absolutely. Yep. Yep. I agree. You. So, I'll Did, start this one off. Like I said, you know what? The best stout I've ever had. What I'm about giving... the boy? Oh, sorry. <laughs> you want to start this one out? <laughs> um, I'm I'm coming up blank on stuff to knock it on, so I think I have to give it a six. Then, so, yeah, that's a good answer. All right, thanks, Nathan. How about you, Bo? I'm with you. Like cool old school, old school art. Very classic. Great name, mm-hmm. and damn near perfect. Blending of flavors. I, I, yeah, I'll go six with this one too. You're going to have the rest of this big urn since you drank no. yours so quickly? Are no, you... I, no, you can, it's yours. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I <love it. laughs> and it's speaking totally. of yours, what's your number? Six, 6.0. I believe the math on this one's going to be pretty easy for Are you. Are you going to give it a six too? <laughs> I'm giving it a six. Yeah, I think I am too because I can't pick out what they're going <laughs> to. What they could do better. Yeah, there's well, nothing. How do you improve on that? Wow. There's, there's so, nothing. yeah. It's, it's the perfect first. beer. It's delightful. The, the other thing is, too, you can... Ha- nothing jumps out so much where you go, like, I can't have another one of these. I think right. we all go, why is there only one bottle? Right. That's why. Is, there, is this the only one? <laughs> it is. It's the only one. And, wow. and luckily, they've yeah. stopped making it now, too. Yeah. And they're now they're done making it. <laughs> we found the perfect beer, and now wow. they stopped making it. <laughs> so, yeah. So the average for uh, Firestone's 2017 Velvet Merkin Oatmeal it Stout is, is perfect 6.0. Sorry, 6.0. So, this is the very first overwhelmingly perfect beer on the podcast ever. I thought we had glad to be six. here. Yeah, nothing was below. Nothing was a perfect six from everybody though. You sure. This is the very first yeah. one that everybody was six on. Atypicals. I I gave it a five seven five. Hmm. Right on. Well, way to go, Firestone Walker, you sons of bitches. <laughs> Brew us another batch, please. Yeah, <laughs> so we love it and then stop making it. Yes, but you guys did so fucking good on this beer. And if you guys are out there and you see a Velvet Merkin from Firestone Walker, please pick it up. Buy it. Buy as many as you possibly can. And then send us at least one of them <laughs> for fuck's sake. Yes. The, de- the description says hoarding tendencies may occur, and they're not wrong. Yeah. No, That'll this definitely happened. Yes. They'll really... blow your goddamn nose off. I, 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 don't, <laughs> I, I don't hoard well. I, I would just drink it. Firestone Walker, please bring this beer back. And with that, we'll take our second advertisement break, right? And no, actually, our first one. This is our first, first. One. Look at you. Our first and only advertising break. We're going to shoehorn both of our ads from our sponsors in there. All right. And we'll be right back. Thanks, Just guys. Shove it in. Shoehorn it. Shoehorn that some bitch. Shoehorn my dog in there. What would you like to eat tonight? I don't know. What are you feeling? Uh, you know, I, I could go for burgers or wings. I don't know. Maybe even pizza. What are you thinking? We just had pizza. I don't know. Uh, that's what I'm asking you. Well, 
Maybe we should look online. Is what? It happens in nearly every home in America almost every day. At some point, someone asks, what are we going to eat tonight? Worry not. Fargo Takeout's artificial intelligence robotic chef, The Decisionator, is here to make the choices for you. You'll find its three top choices for takeout. If none of the three choices sounds good to you, just click the Nope, Try Again button. Even an artificial intelligence robot chef gets it wrong once in a while. The next time your relationship seems strained based upon what's to put on the table, turn to FargoTakeout.com slash Decisionator. And remember, save a meal, save a marriage. FargoTakeout.com slash Decisionator. Ladies and gentlemen, we might mention Bridgeview Liquors a lot around here, and there's a, there's a really good reason why. They pay for a lot of our booze. But uh, one of the great things about them, not just the paying us in alcohol, is they truly seem to love what they do. They, they're knowledgeable as hell on almost every type of alcohol. Anytime I have questions, that's where I go. That's why I love Bridgeview Liquors. And I know for a fact that they have knowledgeable staff because if you go back to our Brandy's and Cognac's episode, uh, Evan, their store manager, their, his store pick for Brandy's was the winner for the day. And I'm also impressed immensely with their huge selection of craft beers, not only locally, but as far away as four or five other states, which is more than an armful away. <laughs> yeah. uh, speaking of their knowledgeable staff, I found out that the word Gewürztraminer means a noble grape. While at Bridgeview, um, it is basically a grown-up version of a Moscato. Bridgeview has a wide selection of local as well as really hard-to-find wines. I like Gewürztraminer wines just because I like to say that word. Dude. And I'm German. Gewürztraminer is about the funnest thing you can do with my mouth. (laughs) It is. (laughs) And one of the fun things about Bridgeview that I like is that uh, how regularly they post on social media the new beers and liquors they get in with pictures because I'm a picture guy. Um, I like to see the Not much a reader, huh? No. (laughs) But Bridgeview has the picture, so I'm like, oh. That's the beer I'm looking for. I can look at the picture. I can go look for the can or the bottle and you know figure out, match them up and everything. And they do that uh, weekly on all their new releases for that week. So it's kind of nice. I like that. And you can find those social media posts on Instagram and Facebook at Bridgeview Liquor. And their website is bridgeviewliquors.com. And you can go to their location at 935 37th Avenue South in Moorhead. And when you do go to their location at 935 something in Moorhead, if you mention Brews, Booze, and Reviews at the checkout, you save 10% off of all purchases. 10% off all purchases. So th- 10% off all purchases. Thanks once again for listening to our podcast. We love and appreciate all of our listeners, and we really love and appreciate you at Bridgeview Liquors. 10% off all purchases. All purchases. <laughs> fucking sneaking that in. That I knew you were going to fucking do something when you were playing something. All right. Welcome back from our advertising breaks. We hope you enjoyed those advertisements for places Bridge- that help us. Bridgeview Liquors and FargoTakeout.com. All right. <laughs> Coming back in. So this is, of course, 
Nox is Notables episode, which means I get to choose what the fuck we drink, and I like more things than just beer. I like a lot of fucking everything. So, saying that, we haven't done many rums on this fucking episode, or on this podcast, in quite a long time. And I have a huge problem with that, because I kind of like rums. Thanks a lot, Ernie, for getting me down that fucking- You're welcome. Fucking pile down. <laughs> it was the Ron Diaz, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, right? So, but I also like bourbon. So- uh, I wanted to get into rums a bit more. Thanks a lot, Ernie. And uh, I got into this certain distillery, Four Square Distillery, because they kind of make more expensive, well-crafted, thought-out rums that bourbon drinkers like. That's kind of like their 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 shtick. Four Square is rums for bourbon lovers. So I have quite the collection, but today I wanted to talk about my latest find. Now, this latest find um, is from Four Square. It's their Mark 15 Redoubtable. Uh, this is a blend of two distinct single-blended rums, both 14 years of age, one aged 14 years entirely in ex-bourbon barrels, and a second also aged 14 years entirely in ex-Madeira barrels, bottled at 61% ABV. It's 122 proof, no color, no sugar, no additives, no filtration, just like all the Barbados rums that I like. That's why I like Foursquare in particular. Madero, isn't that that guy who does the movies dressed up as a lady? <laughs> <laughs> That's actually... He's got like you know what? five of them out there now. That gets yeah. one of these. Tyler Perry. Yeah, oh, yeah thank you. <laughs> Madero goes to Bourbon County. That's my favorite one. <laughs> All right. So what is Madeira wine? Okay. Madeira wine is a fortified wine, just like Sherry. A fortified wine available in a range of dry to sweet styles, just like sherry. It gets its name from the island of Madeira, a small, beautiful rock in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean. Just like sherry. Just like sherry. <laughs> so it's basically a beautiful rock. Yeah. And so it's basically, it's like our, our sherry episode, because you listeners, of course, have went back to, back to that episode and listened to it, because you want to know all the different kinds of flavors you can get from bourbon and whiskey and scotch. And those are one of the casts, besides Madeira, because we're going to do this eventually as well, that you can taste. So that's what Four Square is all about. It was uh, yeah, yeah, released yeah. in September 2020. So they filled a bunch of Madeira barrels with this rum and then a bunch of bourbon Bar- barrels with this yep. rum and then blended them. Yes. Correct? Yeah. So they filled them and let them sit for 14 years. Nice. So it's kind of like Scotch where they have Scotch uses second use barrels from the first day of barreling to the last day. Same thing with, with Four Square. Now, this one's going to be. Quite oily, quite high proof. You're gonna you're gonna instantly get if you don't have a decent glass a lot of fusel alcohols from the notes, right? That eth- ethyl alcohol. But if you keep your mouth open and kind of inhale through your mouth at the same time you do your nose, you can pick out some of those decent rum backfilled flavors that you get. As long as you don't, as long as you're not sticking your fucking nose into the glass itself to inhale the sixty-six percent ABV, Jesus. Yeah, but you do even over just the top of it. You 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 can catch that. Yep, and it's it, you get that like cane. You can smell and that that cane sugar um, yep. kind of molassesy flavors the, on it. The rum like, punch, yep. sweet heat. Yep, get a little bit of sweet and then heat. It smells hot. Brown sugar. Burnt creme brulee. I mean, dark caramels. Dark caramels. Getting a little of that oiliness, too, with the inhale. 
Oh man. I, I even get a little hint of like passion fruit and banana on the very back end of the nose. But that's just me being stupid. Probably. I think so. God, even I second it. Motion's passed. Even a little, yeah, even, a little, even almost a little bit of pineapple. I don't get pineapple. That's for sure. But I, but yeah, it's that. I get, I get the as you run your nose over it, stop inhaling. <laughs> you you can smell it enough. Yeah. Oh, that smells so good. And you, even even after tilting the glass, just the oil from from being non chill filtered and having all those those really well those those taste those fats those fatties in there i love those parts that's why i don't like chill filtered <laughs> they stuff prefer to be much. called full figured <laughs> <laughs> i love fatty ass it's fatty oils in, I in like my drinks figured rums well that's a fucking hot one ah yeah Ooh. little burning right out of the gates yep Oh God! I get then, and then you get some flavor there. But then you get after that. You get past that, when that ethanol backs out, yeah, you take a breath in. Then you get caramel, and I get like almost salted caramel, mm. um, molasses, and a little uh, buttery, buttery. Yeah. It's got that, yeah, good cream feel. But it ends on a almost on plastic. The the way that I drank, it's pronounced plastic. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I I know where you're getting that from because the way that I drank the first sip was I put some in my mouth, let it coat my tongue. Close my mouth, close my nose, let it sit, let the let the burn on the tongue die down, and then inhale inwards, and then in exhale while keeping my tongue at the roof of my mouth. And when I got when I finally opened up my mouth again to taste that, it was I got a lot of oak barrel, a lot of bourbon barrel. I got a lot of bur- like barrel notes, like almost like that smoky, and that's where you're getting that plastique from. Yeah. It's almost like a black burnt plastic kind of campfire thing. Like you're like when you go to Ernie's backyard and he burns Christmas lights because it looks cool in the fire and it looks, <laughs> pops up green and shit. Yeah, and blue. Yep. It's tasting that. But that's that initial. Once you get back into it and you actually open up when you sample it, that's when you get like what you were saying, Chris. Those those warm vanilla and and beautiful notes. The caramely stuff. Mm, I think I get more vanilla the more I have of it. Yep. A little bit more vanilla. I the like thing it. that I hate about rums sometimes is... Um, they can be too sweet. They do two things. Yeah. They either do sweet or they do burning, mm. like from the alcohol. Mm-hmm. Um, so, we, you know, we've tried a few of them and uh, had some moderate success with some rums, but this is definitely a lot more along the lines of uh, something that I enjoy more because it has more depth of character instead of just two notes, two speeds. Much more the Bernie side of it. Yeah, it kind of tastes like a, like a fireplace. You know, it's very warm. You got those wooden mm-hmm. notes to it. I almost wonder what kind of bourbon these barrels were we're sitting in. I almost, uh, God, it almost fucking tastes like they were sitting in scotch barrels instead, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah almost peaty. Yeah. In there. I wouldn't say peaty. I, don't I would any. say more campfirey, like, like heavy char barrels. Mm. I don't That's get true. that. I just get like the taste of wood barrel um, and heat from the ethanol. Mm. I don't, I don't, I don't get much smokiness from it. Oh, man. And this is when I added water to it. Heat. Oh, it brings out that sweetness more, a lot more on the, not only just the nose, but on the flavor too. That, that campfire dissipates a bit, uh, quite a bit on the tongue. Once you add a little bit of water to it, bring it down on the ABV percent. Oh yeah. Yep. Now I get more of that. that, That's a lot different. Yeah. That 
that wow. dark sugar, brown sugar. That creme brulee really pops out now, like like with the blowtorch yep, yep. creme brulee, you know. Yep, the burnt flavor. Uh, yeah, burnt sweetness. Yep. Yeah, I remember him. He played for the Bears. <laughs> Best running back ever. Burnt sweetness. <laughs> oh, just sweetness. Never mind. But you know what? I actually, once I chew on that 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 what's left of my tongue, chew it a little bit with my mouth. I think I get that. Like wine quality in the that that kind of dry wine sherry type possibly Madeira wine quality in the very back end that's what, kind of where I think it dries it out because much like with sherries it's it can be a dry or sweet wine and I think some places might want to use especially with rums they don't want to darken the rum anymore they just want to add that flavor so they're going to use the brighter the lighter colored ones so that's going to be your drier ones right your lower ABVs. The less oxidized wines, and I think this really has this kind of wine tail end characteristic on this rum, and I really love this. Un- unfortunately, ladies and gentlemen, this seven fifty cost one hundred and thirty four ninety nine. Woo! But it is a go. very it's a very limited release. But goddamn, do I love this! Uh, and I, I I really have a huge boner for Foursquare. I got to tell you, I'm not going to lie to you. You know, I, sweet huge. Rum. I'm, we're all in the same room. It's not that big, but touche, sir. You get one of these. All right. Wait, him or me? I've big got as a really little be. boner from this. One. All right. I'm getting as big of a boner as I can, but it's not that big. It's the Engelbert yeah. Humperdinck of boners. Have some truth in advertising. God damn it! All right, here we go. Just average. There it is. Yeah. Hmm. All right. I don't know. I, I was I was thinking maybe an ice cube instead of water, but mm-hmm. I don't know. So this is like twelve hundred percent alcohol, was it? Kind of sixty-one percent, sixty-one as well. So twenty-two proof. And I don't, I don't care what y'all subscribe to. Um, th- there's a lot of different, there's a lot of different ideas on how, how hot of a drink you should drink, right? When we're talking percentage of alcohol, Booker, no, I know we've referenced, liked, thought everything should be drank at like thirty-five percent alcohol. So you know, thirty-eight point six or something like that, or whatever. You can just throw numbers out Some there. Stupid number. I can look it up. Sweetheart, it's fine. Eighty-four. But what I'm saying is, fifty-five percent whis- whiskeys are bottled at forty percent or higher. No lower than forty percent is part of the rules. Um, so he thought that even if you buy the lowest proof you can, you should still add some water to it. There's a lot of drinkers now that uh, bourbon aficionados and the whatnot really go for high proof stuff because they like the burning. That you know, it's like when you work out and you don't hurt the next day. I mean, you got to drink. You want to feel it. You want to feel that burn. Yeah. Um, but you know, sometimes adding water is going to help open it up. So I don't care how you drink that, how you prefer it. Drink it how you prefer it. Depends on the how point. much challenge like with, you want. But like this. Uh, yeah, diluting. I super support diluting when it's 60 fucking percent alcohol. <laughs> oh, man, you add that one cube? Yep. Yep. Oh, that just kind of... Kind of changes the whole thing. Yeah, you get even more floral notes, less smoke. Prove it. it. But, but even that caramel, like that dark caramel comes that. out more and when you add a, a cube to it. It kind of shaves off the, the that initial punch. Yeah, that know. initial ethyl alcohol. Yep. Bam in your fucking nose. Yeah. Yeah, one one cube. Bam and then in you're into nose. the floral notes and, and caramel. That's one thing I, I, that's kind of different about rum, between rums and, and um, uh, bourbons. I think it, once you get to the higher quality rums, you 
and and there's particularly they, they can be a particularly higher ABV than than some than most bourbons, especially Foursquare. Adding a cube is not a bad idea. I mean, they say that coolness dampens well, the right. You're going to mute flavors uh-huh. when you. But when, for me, it's going to solidify the fatty oils in too. it. When you when you get something when you qu- rapidly change its temperature, you're going to mute a lot of your flavor notes as well. As not not just the alcohol, but so you're going to lose some of those things. It's going to dull it down a little bit. It's not mm-hmm. going to be as fragrant in a way, right? Yeah. So you got some you know, ice cube ASMR. So yep. that's why, like, you'll see a lot of places where they'll have like the big chunk cubes. Yep. Right. So it's going to chill it a, a little bit slower, and the ice is going to melt a little bit slower, so it doesn't dilute it as much. If you're putting like finely crushed ice cubes or like, oh, let's put snow in my glass and pour whiskey in it. That's fucking stupid. Yeah, and then like five seconds, it's instantly at half the ABV it was before. And warmer. Yeah. Or super colder. I'm a fucking moron. (laughs) Next. 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 How does it get warmer? I'm (laughs) fucking stupid, dude. That's how. (laughs) It's the big flakes. (laughs) Figured it. So this is 61% ABV? Correct. Does it say in the bottom? Okay. So you know what? I'm going to start this rating out. You would. You brought yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. No, um, I, I also just added ice as well to this. And yeah. Oh, yeah, I took it a swig with it, and I agree with what you guys are saying. It's it really does very different. But it, it, it makes it, and maybe it's because it's still cold, but now all I get is like caramel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a lot more approachable with the ice. Oh, but so if you're looking for a bit of a challenge, in a sense, you know. I don't know that you get as much of the other secondary flavors though. Mm. What it, what, but what I'm yeah, what I'm what I'm missing now is the ethanol punch and yep. like the That's anger smokiness. of it. Yeah. So here here's my final review on, on the Redoubtable by uh Foursquare. Uh, can you, now on distilled spirits we rank zero to five. So oh, okay. so beer's the only thing that we do to six. Beer is a six pack six rating. Pack. This yeah. is a this uh, is a five finger rating. So um, if this wa- uh, rum was half the price, I would tell you, in all honesty, I would rate it higher. Yeah. But at $135 for a bottle of this, uh, no. I mean, yes, 14 years aging in rum. <clears throat> Great. Well, I have some real McCoy over there, some Appleton Estate sitting right over there. I got some Hamden. That's nine. You know, it's sitting over there. That's even higher. Check proof this than out, this. though. Once let me let me just 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 to be a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. Proceed. You, you could put almost. You could take another empty bottle and and uh, split these up between the two of them, right? Mm-hmm. And then dump almost almost fill it up with water on both of them and have two bottles for sixty bucks. That's still at just about forty percent alcohol. Then yeah. is it worth it? And would taste it's better. A lot, it's a lot of work to do. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Uh, do not, I, at, not at home, it's not. I told you just because I'm a piece of shit. Listen, do I, <laughs> do, I, do, I, do I sit here and I respect the craftsmanship? Of course. I, I love Foursquare. I love what they're doing. Uh, I think getting 14 years, it's kind of like that cutoff time with bourbon, where if you get past 12 years, then you just start tasting more wood. Mm. And this is 14 years, and I tasted a fuck ton of wood. Yeah. That's I not really that the, what, I, what I want. So, for, taking, when, when those, for rum. taking those old aged woods is a lot of times where you do start to get more of that tobacco and leather. Yep. Uh, but if you go too far, then you're just lick a barrel. Mm-hmm. 
So, as my mom always says, says, why don't you go lick a barrel? (laughs) (laughs) So, in saying that, um, out of five, I'm going to give Four Squares Redoubtable, um, I think I'm going to give it a a four. You know, if it was $100 or like their normal ones that I've had, or their secondary ones for like 90 that I have. If it was that price, I would probably even go four two five. But it being such a high price, yes, yeah. fourteen years, whatever the fuck. But that's a rid- little ridiculous. Yeah. It's not. It doesn't to me. It doesn't appeal. I that believe much. we can find something real close to as good for a lot cheaper. Yeah. Yes. Big Earn, what do you think? Four point two five. Three seven five. Three seven five for me as well. I'll go. I'll give it a four. And can Speedy Earn type and write that fast? Speedy Earn. Yes, I can. No shit. So the average for four squares, routable. Redoubtable. Redoubtable. It's red out able. Red, red, <laughs> red, red a table. Well, he's not wrong. Barbados rum is uh, 3.95. It's so, readable. <laughs> now there's a couple now that i the, the 2008 that i had and uh by these guys is by far my favorite and we're going to talk about it on the podcast in the future trust me i might even just have um a four square episode or another rum part <coughs> two that's not so convoluted in fucking laws and bullshit <laughs> right that we had before word y'all uh so uh we'll have those on in the future but don't stray away from four square rooms this is not saying Fuck redoubtable or redo to be read out able, yeah, redo um, but I their 2007 2008 series, in my opinion, was better. And I and I and I recommend anybody who's a bourbon lover, scotch lover, whiskey lover that's just getting into rums and want to transfer that knowledge to a rum and taste it and all the fine qualities of it, definitely go to Foursquare. Now, on to my second thing I wanted to try. Now, you guys know. Especially for you listeners, and especially you guys here that are my partners, four square or four roses. I'm sorry, sheepers, creepers, dude, get it together. <laughs> so between four square and four roses, I think four should be my my favorite alcohol number, right? Because this next one is four. How roses. about granddad? Old granddad, one fourteen. I'm so partial. Old number seven. Yeah. Well, there's a four and a three in that one, so we'll do that. All right, all right. So this is <laughs> you fuckers. So this is the, the first time I've had this, this is called one. derailing. Yes, of course. <laughs> derailing the show within a show. Right? <laughs> That's why you guys you want to talk here. about Batman for twenty minutes. All right, no, yeah, let's do that. This is our sub podcast within the podcast. <laughs> all right, let's get back to it. This is the Four Roses Single Barrel Private Selection. And this is going to be, so this is 53.7%. So this is like a cast strength or a barrel strength version of the single barrels that they put out. Well, I can just do this. Okay, so this is Four Roses. Uh, on the regular single barrels, they're at 50% alcohol by volume. But this is 53.7, and it was specially selected by Happy Harry's. It's the OESK. So they, uh, Four Roses has 10 mash barrels or 10 recipes for bourbon that they do. They do uh, two different kinds of styles, five different ways is, is the way I remember. <laughs> so uh, this is a 20% rye mash bill. So this is going to be a little bit spicier, a little bit hotter. What's the rest of the mash bill? Well, do you I, know that? I'll look it up here. Why don't you guys give me, give me your guys' notes on this while I look this up? 
smells like bourbon. Without dad directing, I don't know what to do. <laughs> Just teasing. No, I, I don't get a whole lot of that alcohol off the aroma. It smells yeah, not heavy light. alcohol. Yeah, not as much more, as last one. Yeah, a little bit more of a buttery, almost fifty four percent. Yeah, like a buttery, smoother. <laughs> yep, fragrance, butterscotch. Worthers. I mean, there's some like sweetness to it, right? Because bourbons are using at least fifty one percent corn in their man. Okay, this is seventy five percent corn. Yeah, so this is 75% corn, 20% rye, 5% malted barley. And this is their mash bill E. This is O-E-S-K, so this is going to have some baking spice on it, right? So corn is what delivers some sweetness into your bourbons, mm-hmm. right? Um, rye usually delivers spice, things like that. So this is a high rye, what they would call a high rye bourbon, which is that secondary uh, ingredient uh, when it, you typically over twelve percent, and that secondary one is usually means a high whatever rye or wheat whatever they use. So yeah, this one should be a bit spicy, but yep. but it's got a nice sweet overtone to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, when it comes to E's, E versus the B, the, so the B is going to be that higher rye. It's going to be thirty five percent rye. So uh, when it says O E A S K, I like the some, the more corn because it's going to be more sweet to me. I like the the, the sweeter bourbons in particular. Because he's a sweet one. Oh, fucking <laughs> stop. But, but because it says uh, the, the yeast K on it, it kind of balances that back up to being more spicy, which is why I like O-E-S-K so much. So on the nose, this, so this is going to be quite a bit hotter than normal. I don't think so. Not as hot as, of course, the last the one. rum. It's not going to bite as hard. But man. I, the... I'm still trying to get that. I think maybe a little bit right now. It, yeah. It, yeah. Yeah, it's nice and creamy style like a butterscotch um with with that oak and uh i don't want to say pepper because it's but that rye spice but it's way at the end Mm -hmm. and it just dries out a little bit um it helps add to that tingling of the tongue feeling that i really like yeah just enough to prolong the anger a little bit (laughs) yeah the the vanilla cancels out whatever you know, harshness it might have. It's like throwing a chair, except you're not really angry. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's just demonstrative. There's something about 15 seconds after you've had it and you just, you're kind of letting it, you kind of figure out what you're tasting. It's like something pops up, something, I don't know, sweet, a little sweeter, little, maybe it's that licorice kind yep. of, it's something there that See, I mean, I, I don't, is, way at the back I end of my ta- tongue. I don't taste any of the licorice uh, and I don't taste a, I don't really taste a lot of fruit or floral on this one. Same. I mean, if you guys look for that, because my, my absolute favorite of these recipes is the OESO with the with the O yeast and the E mash bill, because that has tons of that red berries and, and licorice on the, on the flavor. Mm. Now, this the, the flavor wasn't as much. I think this has got just that right amount of sweetness and spiciness to it. Right. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I don't get any of the... Kind of hot peppery. It's kind of like maybe a spicy a, meatball, right? Maybe <laughs> a little bit at the end, it gets a little bit spicy. I mean, it is there is heat to it, but that's also the alcohol, you know, mm-hmm. not necessarily t- flavored. Did, yeah, I'm not tasting as much as, as feeling the alcohol. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If I had to describe it in two words, I'd say spicy butterscotch. I feel like that's the the overarching yeah. flavors I'm picking up. I'm on. down with that. Yep, absolutely. Wasted a hundred bucks on that bitch back in 1997. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you remember? The, do you remember the exact date? I think it was June 32. June 13th. I was there. 
Right? Now, just add a little bit of water and see. Yep. What. So what what happens when you add a little bit of water? Some of that heat goes away, right? Not just the the alcohol heat, but some of that spiciness kind of kind of dissipates a little bit. And I and I get more of that that creaminess of of the vanilla and and again uh, some of that I still get a little bit of that red berry notes just in the very tail end. Uh, but yeah, the oak dies down a little bit. Vanilla stays the same. Oak drop drops down a little bit. The rye spiciness drops a little bit. But the vanilla, that CVO, right? Car- get every good bourbon CVO, caramel, vanilla, oak. Mm-hmm. Everybody's gonna say that. If you're fucking lazy when you're talking about the smells and taste of bourbons, you'll always see say CVO and not much else. That's because your your palate <laughs> is fucking pathetic, right? But if you go beyond that, that's Jesus, dude. Yeah, just call dude. them out. I'm calling them out. CVO, man. Everybody knows CVO on fucking bourbons, decent bourbons. Right. But it's, it's how it's, much comes through. Yeah. You can't just be CVO and that's lazy. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That's what, I, that's what I'm that's saying. That's what he said. So, oh, yeah. I mean, trying to find that good balance of that and then try to get some more craftability and get some of those other flavors into it as well. I've never said CVO in my life. I thought it was that place that you go down and you can get like prescriptions and stuff. Yep, yep. <laughs> Medications. Yeah, yep. they got some good sales. I think it was abandoned in the nineties. That's that you well. get like you buy one birthday card and you get like a receipt that's like ten feet long. <laughs> that's right. That's why you don't ever have to buy uh, toilet paper there. <laughs> that's mm-hmm. while we're on the topic. Like I'd say my my original <laughs> toilet paper. My original opinion on this is. I taste a little caramel-iness. I taste a little vanilla-iness. And I taste a little oakiness, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> CBO, no, baby. No, in all in all seriousness, though, like with the... <laughs> you thought he was... <laughs> Knox was like, I'm so <laughs> fucking mad at this dude. <laughs> no, yeah. Who asked but, him here today? <laughs> what we just said. What no, are we going to uh, do about this kid? <laughs> No, but uh, with the ice cube in there, it does get a lot more floral. Is what I'm yep. picking up on. Like that does that spiciness does recede a bit to have the floral nature of it kind of shine a bit more. I get some burnier notes and leather uh, when I add a little water. I'm definitely a, a the difference of an ice cube. It changes just enough where you to taste it first without the ice cube. And then to add that and then figure it out from there. Mm-hmm. I like that. Oh, yeah. The the best way to try things is to try them every way you can. Yeah. Right? So I always start neat. Then I add a little bit of water. And if I don't like it after that, then I'll add ice. And if I don't like it after that, then I make cocktails with it. Right? <laughs> yeah. And then to cover that shit up. Right? At what point in the show are we butt chugging these things? Or Dude, is that but later? Eight minutes. <laughs> off, off air. Yeah. Off air. Okay. You haven't been? I, I so, already did one. Yeah. That's what these uh, doppers are for, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, those droppers are like, for. So let, let me give you the final notes on the, on the four roses first. real quick because... You got to get one on the next one. But uh, my final notes on, on the Four Roses is this, and this is why I like it so much. I've always been a fan of, of single barrel. And when they do... Fucking spit it out. Yeah. <laughs> so when they do cast strength or they do barrel strength and they do certain ones like Happy Harry selections, of course, I want to jump on it. And this one didn't, didn't uh, disappoint. Uh, the mouthfeel in this was <laughs> tremendous. They had so much oils in this, and I'm glad they didn't chill filter it because that those oils... 
that are in there in there just makes the the creaminess in the mouth smooth, uh so great um again cvo to the max of course uh but yeah i get a lot of spice i'm giving this one out of five i'm gonna start this one off i'm gonna get this one a 4.5 out of five not my absolute favorite bourbon I think I've had an OESO single barrel that wasn't barrel strength that I like quite a bit more, and it was thirty dollars less. How much? This, this one, one was seventy bucks. Uh, so I added an ice cube. I got a little bit more, and I added an ice cube to it, and it's I really, I like I like it with the ice cube better. I get a little bit more of that vanilla. The stringency of the alcohol goes away quite a bit. So yeah, I will also give it a four point five. Yeah, man. Chris, Four Roses is great. Everything they do is pretty fucking great. I'll give it a four. Four to five. Yeah. Um, I like this one a, a a good amount better than the last one. I think it it just was more interesting overall, uh, in my opinion. So I think I'd have to give it like a four point two five. Well, what do you got, buddy? Bo's mad. This is almost gone. <laughs> I'm gonna go with a four. It was it was really good, but I, like if you have to alter it with a ice cube, there's nothing wrong with that. But make it that way right out of the gates. You're not an ABV queen like I am, right? <laughs> I like them heavy, but if they're not, that's eh, fine too. <laughs> I think it works well in both, uh, you know, with and without. Ice cube. Yeah, I could. It, it's definitely a <coughs> sipper. Mm-hmm. Either way, I mean, you're not going to be I mean, shotgunning I, these, but. <laughs> I kind of agree with. Uh, I, I like Bo's answer, though. Uh, I like to be able to pour something from a bottle and just fucking drink yep. it. I don't want to take my time fucking churching something up, man. Even just, if it is just an ice cube. Yeah. Exactly. Right here. Put it in. Just make, neat. Make, make, make it, it that neat. way. Yeah. You know? If I want to make a cocktail, I'll make a cocktail. If I'm going to put ice in something, I'm putting other stuff in it, too. Just to, just <laughs> to have a higher alcohol content doesn't make it the flavor any better. Well, yeah. in a sense, you're getting more bang for your buck. Well, certainly. Right. Yeah. See, that's a big argument in the bourbon community, too, because, you know, some people <laughs> fucking despise people putting water in it, even. Or mm. well, then don't sell put it, to it me over ice. Or, then sell it to me at that level. And but why I, would you make a cocktail with a bottle that costs you $100? Well, because I like it this fucking way, and that's all that matters. Yes, exactly. I'm buying the motherfucker. Let me taste it the way I want. I did a mic push-up. I've never, <laughs> I've done mic drops before, but I was like, that's it. I'm out of this fucking. If this is a visual show, this is way funnier. <laughs> <laughs> and and Chris's right. mustache actually would be. Dude, yeah. Up thing some then. listeners so, if it was a visual. Do you like this look? <laughs> so I w- always wondered what a handlebar mustache and a soul patch would look like, but just on the upper lip. <laughs> so there you what go. do you think? It's pretty dope. I think, if, like a, I think it, if your soul patch grows a little more, it'll look like a buck tooth. I know. It'll <laughs> <laughs> just hang right down there in the middle. Yeah, my girlfriend immediately goes. I thought I thought you were fucking joking about doing that today. <laughs> nope, <laughs> nope. I like to test out things. All right. So the average for Four Roses single barrel barrel strength Kentucky straight bourbon is four point two five out of five. Sweet. It's good stuff. It's good stuff. Yeah. So Knox has got some stuff going on here. All except for Chris's. 
No, you put one in mine. I want to tell you. No. I want to tell you how bad this cherry is. <laughs> this has become a Talk cherry about my cherry channel. Uh, yeah, man. Somebody read the read the website. Well, you already know how I feel about tangerines. <laughs> Whores. I believe was the word. Can't fucking trust a tangerine. So have you <laughs> your life. So what we're having now is a is a good old fashioned, right? Good old uh, fashioned, old fashioned. So have you ever had an old fashioned? Uh like once before and my brother made me one. Okay. Yeah. I love I love them because they're simple drinks. And typically, okay, so we were talking a little bit about high alcohol things too, right? High alcohol things will stand up to putting them in cocktails. So this cocktail it also obviously involves like simple syrup, right? So you're sweeting things up. So typically you want to use something that's going to have a, a higher alcohol content or even a higher heat content like Michter's Rye. I led you right into that. <laughs> that was great. I walked you right into so it. Let me tell you about Michter's Rye a little bit. So this Check is that segue. This is the Michter Rye Barrel Strength US One Barrel Strength Rye. So, so since the 1990s, oh, this is from Michter's.com, by the way. That's M I C H T E R S. Since the apostrophe S. Not on the URL, you fuck stick. Well, I'm just saying in general. <laughs> yes, in general, yes. <laughs> since, since the 1990s, the Michter's team has been doing pioneering work to reestablish the high-quality American rye whiskey category. The May 2015 inaugural release of Michter's US-1 Barrel Strength Rye marked yet another milestone on that quest. Ernie, you had a question? <laughs> right. Uh, so there's since the 1990s, and to me, it's like, you know, that wasn't that long ago. To me. <laughs> But it, when the, they said, so since the 90s, like that's 1890s? Now that's a long time ago. The 1990s, Perspective shit, that was after important. I graduated from high school, folks. 1990 <laughs> was 31 fucking years ago, dude. Jesus. Jesus. Yeah, but rel- relative. <sighs> All right, continue. So for the masturbation, the right. For, ri- for, for maturation. Oh, maturation. <laughs> My bad. Hold on, where's my goddamn sound? They did what to this drink? (laughs) They jerked it off through a terrier. (laughs) (laughs) All right, you get one of these. All right. Okay, so for me... (laughs) If it wasn't for my joke, he wouldn't have got that. They're called setups for a reason. You got to be a finisher. (laughs) All right. Speaking of masturbation and finishing. So for maturation, (laughs) the rye distillate is entered into the barrel at 103 proof. Rather than a more industry-centered higher proof. Barrel entry at a lower proof of 103 rather than a higher proof costs Michter's more money in terms of barrels and warehousing. But we believe it yields a richer, smoother, more full-bodied whiskey after proper maturation. So a single-barrel product, each barrel of Michter's US-1 barrel strength rye is bottled at its particular alcohol level at the time of bottling. The majority of barrels in this in the releases range from 107 to 112 proof. To savor, it is a unique experience for anyone who enjoys rye whiskey. Michter's US One Barrel Strength Rye is also available with personalized Fort Nelson Reserve labeling at oh. Michter's Fort Nelson Distillery. Well, that's super cool. Yeah. So that was okay. So you're gonna get notes of cherries, butterscotch, cinnamon, the warming, rich, toasty vanilla, and caramel up front. With the dry, oaky, spice of the finish. Jesus, there's CVO right in the fucking nose. So what's crazy here is uh, Knox made a drink with this. However, 
fuck that. We'll also enjoy the drink, but I, I don't know. Why, I don't know why we're not going to taste this by itself. Because I wanted to make an old fashioned. Well, and I, and I wanted to make an old fashioned. And I wanted to drink an old fashioned. Oh, no. And I, oh, I, I love Knox's old fashions. And, and we're going to talk about old fashions. Uh-huh. But and I'm I also going to do it. And I wanted to do it with the rye whiskey that we haven't had the podcast before. So the only ones we had here that are, that are on the podcast are the most expensive being the Midnight Winter's Dram, right? That was a hundred and sure. whatever. Then we had the Heaven's Door. That was also on the podcast. That was That's 82, right? right? No, no, so this no. is the uh, $81 version of a rye. So there was one time and I came it, over and made it an old fashioned. One time I came over here and Knox was making old yeah, fashions, I, and I'm like, "Oh my god, this is delicious!" I don't know how many he made for me, but I just it was, you know, not a great ending to the night. Because, I mean, yeah, it probably so, was because I don't remember it. <laughs> I was like, "Damn, these are good," and just sucking them down. It's like, oh, because it's a good bourbon and some sugar and. A good, bitters, basically. a well-made old-fashioned is so, pretty much perfect. How did you make uh, your old-fashioned, by the way? Then Knox. All right. Well, let me let me get to the to the thing here. So, okay. Uh, I happen to drink more old fashions that are made with regular bourbon and not rye because I'm not a huge fan of spiciness, right? But um, I know also know. You don't like he's rolling the bird. Oh, what the fuck? Are you doing? <laughs> Sorry, I was rolling the four it's roses. It's really cute. <laughs> it's a habit now. It sucks. Very pleasant. As I'm sitting here ASMR. drinking hams, I'm here rolling my hams. All right. So, okay, me and me and old fashions. I usually like regular bourbon, but uh, uh, I, I can really appreciate like a high quality rye in an old fashioned. And I'm saying I'm using Michter strictly because our my top rise has already been on, on the podcast. My top two rise have already or our top two rise have already been on there. So the next step down was the eighty-one dollar version. And this is kind of an, uh, an allocated release, Michter's this US one. Um, this is kind of hard to find. It's not regularly on shelves per se. So uh, when I made this old fashioned, I did what I usually do at home, and I can usually do this right. It's it's two ounces. Of of whiskey or bourbon, half ounce of simple syrup, and two dashes of bitters. Uh, and if you get fancy, you just add ang- uh, two dashes of Angostura bitters, and then you get an orange peel, and then you twist it to, to release the orange oils in the peel itself. You drop that in there, you stir it really, really, really good. I think they said with a, with a stir stick for like half, like a half a minute, 30 seconds. And then you can add a cherry into it or some maraschino, whatever. Or if you're high class like Chris, uh, langostino. Luxardo. Luxardo. But they're still maraschino cherries. Yeah. But these aren't, I mean, these fucking things look post-apocalyptic, man. They're fucking glowing. <laughs> I don't know if there's, li- I don't know if you actually put <laughs> lights in these and why they're glowing so fucking f- red. So, so what but I the, did. But the ones I use are like deep dark colored and the syrup they're in is so thick and fucking bloody sucky so you know what i'm saying have yes, your way with the, the jar once you're done <laughs> i mean dude, yeah i mean you know it's multi-use <laughs> blood cherries oh they're so good so i thought with with the mictors saying that the hints of cherries in the nose i thought this would be a perfect way to put it in an old-fashioned with uh with that cherry in it right so some people say that you're not supposed to put a cherries in old fashioned. Some people say that's a fucking Manhattan. Some there's fucking bastardized 
Dude, Manhattan's recipe. have vermouth. It's a totally different setup. Jesus yeah, fucking so, Christ. So I did this, right? I did, I did four ounces of, of Michter's US1 barrel strength rye. I did two ounces of simple syrup, homemade with good uh, store-bought, one-to-one mixture of distilled water and sugar, melted into pot, stirred down and put into a sealed container to keep out any bugs or weirdness. Uh, and then I did. Good luck keeping out the weirdness, buddy. Right, I know, right. <laughs> and then I did eight dashes of bitters, like literally eight shakes uh, of bitters. I did orange bitters to make up for the fact that I don't have any orange peel. And then I add just a sploosh of, of that maraschino cherry uh, juice in it. And then at the very end, I put a maraschino cherry. So that is my old fashioned that I partake to you because I like old fashions. This is what first got me into decently crafted. Bourbons. I absolutely love old fashions. Me too. It's one of my favorites. I don't know why I don't go to bars and order old fashions more often. Other than the bars I go to probably don't make them properly. Exactly. It depends on what bar you go to. It's not even a hard drink to make, right? But you do have to pay attention. You have to know how to make it. Um, the the you know the best ways to make it take uh cost multiple steps and most bars around here don't want multiple step drinks. They're just trying to hammer stuff out, right? right. So you, you gotta go to fresh co- ingredients. You either. gotta go to a cocktail bar where they're gonna take time with it. It's the same thing with like I have friends who are like, "Oh, I had whiskey sour at a bar." I'm like, "I bet that was shit compared to what I'm about to make you." Yeah, because whiskey yeah. sour yeah. is not the same. Whiskey game. sours are supposed to have egg egg, egg white, white yeah. and <laughs> not just like fucking s- s- sour and yeah. Seven Up and oh, bullshit. God. Yeah, sour mix. Anyway, yeah. so yeah, I mean, there's a time and a place for an old fashioned, but I love a fucking old fashioned. I had whiskey per- sour the other week. It tastes like fucking soy sauce <laughs> like, no i totally get that man if they have to if they're using a gun you know the, <laughs> yeah not, just like god not like a pistol but then you I don't want to use a gun yeah but if they're using the the gun on the rail at a bar to yeah, make your gun, fucking yeah. whiskey oh, any god. whiskey drinks yeah. then get the fuck out basically the same with piercing places if they're using the gun to you know pierce your ear yeah that's probably you know at the mall I think that's what that yeah. you know of. Right, Moving to get on. back to uh, to this uh, to this beverage, this old fashioned here. Um, Claire's listen, turns you away if you ask for a Prince Albert. <laughs> I found that out. <laughs> um, you can't get your dick pierced to the mall. Okay, thank I know. you. I thank yeah, you. I know. It's very discriminatory. And it's I was every time, right? We're uh, living yeah, in a society. <laughs> No matter no matter what kind of costume I come in wearing, you always know it's me. <laughs> no, thanks, Chris, for that, because I honestly was going to say, <laughs> what's up, Prince Albert? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's piercing through your cock, bro. Why would you want to do that? My parents uh, are talking I about would. Prince Albert. Why does my dad have him? Who is this man? <laughs> right? When I think Prince Albert, I'm like, back in the old day, you get the old, isn't it tobacco? Prince oh, yeah. Albert in the yep. old red can? Yep. Yeah, is sorry. it really? <laughs> Yeah, the with the. See, you know, when you say that, Bullshit. I'm like, this is an actual thing. Prince Albert in a can. <laughs> this it was tobacco. Yeah, this is a good fun time. <laughs> All right, Prince <laughs> Albert yeah. a can. We no. can go. We can go back. It was to- a, <laughs> like a coffee can, almost size, but it was tobacco. Let's get yes, back absolutely. to the drinks because Knox is mad that we're having fun. <laughs> nope, I'm just sitting here shutting the fuck up. Because <laughs> this is all about. How, how are you guys enjoying your drinks? <laughs> well, Chris's is almost gone. What do you what are you guys' thoughts on old fashions in general? I mean, and yes, this is a, a probably you can, you should probably be using lesser quality bourbons Why? Or, or rye whiskeys, <laughs> okay. right, in your drink. So here's my argument with that. Mm-hmm. 
fuck, drink how, again, we've talked about it. Drink what you like. So there's a thing. So if you want to do a whiskey diet with Pappy? D- if you really like it, yeah. If you can afford it, why not? Yeah, you're buying it. So that's Drink the it thing. What, however right? you fucking want to get it down. So you can afford it. So um if you go to Precisely. if you go to a uh, a cocktail bar, they they might still use a $25 bottle and charge you $12 for your fucking drink cuz it took you a little bit to make it. Right? Yeah. Like you could go to any bar. And you kind of want to discourage customers from having that when everybody's saying, oh, I'll have, I'll have 12 sucks on the beaches. No, you won't get the fuck out. Right. You just order 100 people just behind order you. Beers I or know straight that shots. exact setup. Yes. Yeah. But no, there's, there's some bars that pride well, themselves I mean, on being able to make cocktails. Yeah. You know, like Twist or the Hodo and, you know, these places that they want to make you a high-end cocktail. Proof. They want to make you a high-end cocktail. Okay. But their high-end cocktail doesn't always mean they're using high-end whiskey, right? Mm. But you're still paying 12 or 13 fucking dollars for because it. Because it's high-end time. Because you're using fresh fruits. Yep. You're using, you know, you're using premium stuff. You're using shit to make the booze that is subpar but it might only be decent it might be only a 40 dollar bottle of whiskey but you can make a you can make a 40 dollar bottle of whiskey taste good in in an actual cocktail you can make a 12 dollar drink at home too if you buy a 80 dollar bottle of whiskey and use it and it's fucking fantastic Mm -hmm. yep and the difference is like using fresh ingredients you don't want to use that fucking real lemon juice that you get you want to actually take lemons and fucking juice them and use that as your drink right oranges or whatever but so if no you want fresh mint. If you want to bitch about using a, an expensive bottle in a cocktail, well, fuck off. <laughs> That's what I say. It's best because of both uh, worlds. If you can afford it and you enjoy drinking it that way, then just fucking do it. Do right. it. It's so. all about the delivery system. Right. Yep. So we're and, we're against and, snobs of all kinds. So and typically, so okay, we talked about your recipe. My recipe Maybe. for an old fashioned, I typically will use a, a l- quite a bit less um, simple, simple syrup, syrup right? Mm-hmm. I'll use, everything else is about the same, but I cut down the simple syrup a little bit because I want bourbon to shine through a little more. So you just want to splash I, a simple syrup. I just I wanna, use a half ounce per two ounces. Right. So I would probably do, yeah, I'm just doing a, a little less than that. Like a, like a teaspoon or a tablespoon? Yep. And uh, just because, yeah, I don't want mine to be too sweet. Plus... The Luxardo cherries that I use, the syrup that they're already in, it is a lot thicker. And when I, I'll spoon out a cherry and I'll stir in the juice that's left on the spoon, um, which adds some sweetness to it. So that's how I do it. Um, but yeah, I have no fucking problem using a seventy dollar rye on it. Yeah, some people get offended by that. They can fuck off. <laughs> do you normally use? I oh. also drink straight more than most people too. So. <laughs> Do you normally use a uh, rye whiskey, or is it usually just a straight bourbon? The the recipe calls for a rye. Uh, oh. I know I at home when I usually make them because I like the sweeter versions. Okay, I use just a regular bourbon, which you mentioned. Like, like I said, I'm not a fan of rye. Rye has <clears throat> rye can be a lot more complex from because there's so many different varieties of rye bourbons and whiskeys and canadians and fucking everything else that that says fuck <laughs> rye on it anyways yeah by the way i love canadians do I'll, you I'll, know I'll, I'll just say that huh. Huh. Yeah. I, I have a crush on ryan reynolds and he's <laughs> and he's uh canadian oh, right who doesn't i mean i do him. i'm straight as a fucking arrow but i do i mean i, I would I hand, do him give him a handy. 
Yeah. I'm going to make that sex move. <laughs> <laughs> Even the way he looks as, as Deadpool? No, 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 no. no. <sighs> it's just going to be a sex move like, oh, did you do 69? He's like, oh, did you Deadpool? Oh. Yeah, it's where you lay there silently curled up in a ball and let it happen, happen. <laughs> <laughs> right. Let uh, nature take its course. That sounds like just about every night. <laughs> no, but I really yeah. enjoy this rye. I, I think the rye really gives it a, a little bit more of a complex mm-hmm. flavor to it. But with the simple syrup and everything, it sweetens it up, but I don't yeah. get that burn. See, that's why I think ryes are more particular in things that you add simple syrup to or, or like, quote-unquote, uh, sugar cubes uh, with bitters moistened into them. That's what the fucking original, the Sazerac so, recipe calls for, right? Moist. Yeah. Moist? Did I say moist? moist? I yeah. Moist. 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 You know, it's uh, NDSU's a dry campus, but all my friends are moist boys. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. Uh, I'll give a thumbs up to that. That right. is okay. <laughs> so what do you guys think about this beverage that I made? Lovely. No, I like that. Two, two ounces of, of, of Michter's rye, half ounce of simple syrup. Two dashes of orange bitters to make up for the fact that I don't have an actual orange terrine Zest. for you guys yet. Mm-hmm. And then a maraschino cherry. And, and actually, in the eight ounces, two ounces that I mixed, I only put a splash of maraschino, maraschino cherry juice in there. Just to give that a little bit of color. Right. He's also a- acting, uh, using the electric cherries, the really weird ones. <laughs> you know, the ones yeah, that can the, turn you into teenage mutant ninja turtles. Yeah, not the Luxardo cherries, the actual maraschino cherries. I'm sorry, guys. Mm, I don't it's know, but okay. this is... You know, you know, it's $26 is dollars for a fucking jar of Luxardo cherries. Oh, they're versus... super expensive. They're yeah, fucking dude. delicious. Fuck you know how, how, some, how some drinks or, or some flavors will bring you... like or. Flavors or uh, smells will bring you right back to your grandma's kitchen or something. Yeah, sure. This drink actually makes, especially, or and then tasting the rye by itself. Yep. It made me f- like totally like I was drinking with Jacob and uh, and uh, L- uh, Elijah. Kubel? Oh, oh it, yeah. It tastes yeah. Of, like De- Jacob and Elijah. That's what this drink tastes <laughs> like. So it's like bring me right back to the time of like drinking rye with. Those dudes at the side, like a a ratatouille moment. So they're both really impressive. Well, yeah, they always used to make great cocktails. So, yeah, that's right now. This drink is Jacob and Eliza, right? So that makes sense to everybody else. (laughs) (laughs) So, Bo and I are the only ones going, Yeah, if it it doesn't make sense anyway, I don't care. It's like like, I get the call out to those guys, but I'm like, it it brings you back to it. No, you're not on his level as a mixologist, if that's what you're thinking. But what what this does it gets me a a, a one on one record of win losses on mixing drinks on the on the podcast? How does that go. get you a one on one record? Because my last one failed utterly completely. Oh, I never said this was better than anything I'd ever make. Come, I mean, if we're comparing <laughs> that, fuck you. But what I did was make a good drink. It yes, was, it was a good drink. It Let's great. rate this motherfucker. How about you, Nathan? Uh, Let's start um, off with, so with rating well, five. I had the Merkin on its own, or what? This, be- this this beverage, <laughs> not this, the this Merkin. I had the I had the, the bourbon on its on and so it's a rye, the rye whiskey. Yeah, you're doing good. Goddamn! <laughs> Look at this kid. <laughs> Twenty four years old. I'm all turned around, but uh, no, yeah, it it's got a great supporting cast too. Really shines through. It's a really good old fashioned. Thank you. So I'm so gonna rate, gonna rate really that out of five on here. Uh, if you're gonna rate it out of five, um. Can't think of anything to knock it on, so yeah, five. 
screw it. Makes sense. Up. Yeah. I can <laughs> watch. Yep. <laughs> All right. So going, moving counterclockwise. No, no it's a, Bo, I'm go going, ahead. I'm going last, yeah. Bo, shoot your shot. I'm going to go with the... Uh, <laughs> shoot your shot. I'll go with a 4.5. Like I'm, I said, it... Thank you. The the, the rye. It's actually, all the ingredients. It's the rye mixed with how you made the the old fashioned. It, it like it instantly brought me back to best buddies. Fucking this hanging out, hanging out with my best buddies. Drink. You Where knew them before they were good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> and actually, myself, I'll, I would I'll rate the same way. Four point five. I did pretty good in this one. Uh, I could have used looks harder cherries, but I'm a poor ass. Better ingredients makes better pizza. Hey, and you know what? Actually, I couldn't. Yeah, better ingredients makes better pizza. You're absolutely That's right. That's an and absolute I, truth. Luckily, we're wanted, not eating pizza. If I would have uh, actually planned for this a little bit better, I would have went and got real cane sugar and used that as my one to one mixture of, mm. you know, use one to one distilled water and one to one raw cane sugar and use that as my simple syrup. And would have that made the difference? My, that in would, any way to make me not think of Jacob and Elijah? <laughs> for the most, probably not. For no. the most part, no, no. It, but but it would have been proper ingredients. So it would have been more simple notes. You know, yep. Yeah, yeah, just yep. a little bit better ingredients. How about you, Bigger? Four point five. Awesome. I nice can't one. believe I don't have to do negative. negative An asshole, uh, Chris. <laughs> no, it's really good. It's a good drink, and it's certainly better than average. So on a scale of one to five, I've given this a three point two five. I think it was great. I love. I love them always. Always and forever. Me personally, I use a little bit less simple syrup. I use a little bit more of the cherry juice from the Luxardo to help bring sweetness in. Um, that way you get a little bit more of the actual notes from the the whiskeys themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like the choice of using a rye. Yep, and a high uh, alcohol content because it helps cut through that sweetness. But me, I want to taste. More of the bourbon, less of the sweet. Um, because here's what here's what I do. I use um old fashions as a gateway to get people into liking bourbons, right? Right. So, so you still have to taste bourbon. Yep. So I want them to taste it. I just wanted to take a lot of the rough edges off. That's how I use them, and that's why I rated it that way. And those are the different things I would have done. Love you though, and it was great. Thank you, buddy. So the average for Knox is old-fashioned made with Michter's Barrel Strength, Kentucky. We should whiskey. have a fucking... Cu- I'm sorry. Right. <laughs> it's uh, 4.35. Eh, Not bad. That's actually the high score for part two of this episode. All right. So, Chris, let me ask you this. What do you think of Michter's US 110? Yeah, I just drank it. About Barrel Strength Rye. What are, what are your thoughts on that in general? Is anybody, anybody want yeah, to sample that some. to try? This, this half of the table already had it straight. Okay. I think it was very smooth, very good. I, I get yep. butterscotch off the aroma right away. I already drank all mine and I forgot. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, here's I, my thoughts. I, I forgot what I knew about it. Here's my thoughts. Again, this is part of the reason why I don't like rye as much as I like just regular bourbon. Overly spicy? Spicy, yes. Yep. Hot. Okay. Yep. So, like it, it kind of, not that it's higher ABV. It's just, it's got that, just that burning, peppery right. overtones that I, I, I like regular corn fronted bourbon better. But what that works with is really bad, like cold weather. Yeah. yeah. Which is like drinking the rye brought me right back to, you know, hanging out with Jacob and Elijah because it was like 
during the winter, mm-hmm. going and from it's house to house, snowing out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Jesus, cold. But you yesterday get that, that burn, 70. and then you go into the uh, cold, and and so it's yeah. keeping you warm. I mean, I I, yeah. I, I, I can totally rise like having a, the rise be a time and place. Rise like a warm blanket, except for the blanket makes you itch. <laughs> I mean, it's a wool like, blanket. I Gra- mean, your grandma's wool blanket. It's got its pros and its cons. <laughs> <laughs> <You know? laughs> That's a good way of putting it. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. What do you guys think about Speaking the episode? Speaking of this, I do have a. So, have you guys used speak to text ever? Mm hmm. Ah. No, because it can't figure out that I talk in cursive. I just, I just, I don't know why I thought of this. I, th- I was yelling and I thought of Gilbert Godfrey. But it, but he talks about porno theaters. Well, this will be fun. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thank you for coming on Knox's Notables. What do you guys think about the episode? Nathan, what do you think about the podcast? I like, I like how we're doing instant reviews. Oh, <laughs> like, man. How fucking deep in are you? Should I should I talk while I write my Yelp review right now? Yeah, or? Sure. Yeah, what do you know? <laughs> we're gonna write your Yelp review for you. Uh, you better oh, put you. something fucking good. <laughs> no, yeah, awesome beer. Two of the beers are some. Did of the you best notice he said I've had? He said no. Yeah, negative positive <laughs> it means he doesn't like us. Right. I got crap in high school for saying no. Yeah, but anyways, <laughs> go for it, Nate. No, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, do it I don't think he meant to do that. Fuck. It just came on. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> Try, yeah, man. The beers were good. The drinks were good. <laughs> this podcast is good. All right, robot yes. guy. All right, well, you know what? Hey, you got anything coming up? Com- I mean, comedy wise. I mean, you've been doing it for three years. You're getting gigs booked, right? Let's talk uh, about. Th- let's talk about three weeks out, by the way, because this won't be released for a few. Oh weeks. yeah. Days now. Um, so don't tell me tomorrow's dates. <laughs> I don't have any. Uh, what do you got shows? coming up for uh, for me? <sighs> no, uh, <laughs> nothing, man. Yeah, right. I, I usually am like, oh, the guest set couldn't show up. Could you show up? <laughs> like, yeah, sure, I can work that in. Hey, you know what? Is your nickname hey, Plan B? Wait, 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 guys, what? wait, wait. I do hold, have a plug. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Congratulations for for you know being a, an ace and promoting yourself. That was. Uh, <laughs> I mean, uh, the, the back and cast. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm the I'm, same way. Every week I'm at uh, Front Street Tap Room. Uh, there's an open mic there uh, in the cellar. Highly recommend it. It's right next to Rhombus Guys. If you know Love where that, that is. Love that place. Okay, so on Monday, they got open mics over at Chumley's. Over in Tuesdays, they got Cowboy Jacks. Also at 8.30 p.m. when you sign up at 9, 9 p.m. But over at Front Street on Wednesdays, that's where it's at because it starts an hour early, which means that oh. people that actually work a job can go there, yeah. hang out, and get the fuck out when the show is done. No, uh, It's a sweet mic. That's my favorite one. Yep. Big time. And then there, there's an open mic at Drumkinrath on Thursdays. Um, it's not necessarily a comedy open mic, but, but uh, there's be. some good music there as that's well. That's hosted by Travis Nero, so good friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then there's nothing Friday night because that's when people throw down. So. <laughs> <laughs> right. But yeah, all right, Bo. Thanks for coming to the episode. What, what can uh, people learn about you? Where can they go to find out more about you and your loveliness? Well, until the next episode, episode you uh, <laughs> can try to find me on social media. I'm trying to get back into that because Do, you have three. What? You what have is- three fucking Instagrams. <laughs> so tell everybody what your Instagrams are, Bo. What what are your Instagrams? I have no idea. They're the ones the different amalgamations of one, my name. Talk, Give us your social media. I've please. talked to Bo before. 
and I will speak for him now. Because he knows. I, I don't <laughs> he know. He doesn't know shit. I don't give a he's shit. Got, okay. He's got Bo Frazzi. Social media. He's got Bo Frazzi 13, and he's got Bo Frazzi. How do you spell Frazzi? That's, no, yeah, that's the one that... <laughs> Frazzi? Frazzi or Frazzi? That's, that's the one that is, is now. Which one is it? The Frazzi, one Frazzi? Yeah, the one Frazzi. with 13? Yeah, the one with so, 13. P-E-A-U-F-R-A-A-S-E-1-3. Right. The that, two A's, ladies and yes. gentlemen. Yeah. Two A's. Pronounced Bo Frazzi, just like the Prince song, Go Crazy. <laughs> I was looking it up today. To, oh, no. Let's go. <laughs> I, I was just verifying that you referred to it as Bo's art hole. So I was looking it up on Instagram. And That's I was why like, I started calling my basement. It was my art hole. And then I was like, how does he have three Instagrams? <laughs> like, <laughs> like Three came up. Like, Jesus fucking Christ. It's, I started one. I did that for a while. And it was. I thought I'd close it. It didn't close. <laughs> Oh, well, fuck it. Just leave it open. Yeah. <laughs> and then the other two are just me fucking around, starting new ones. One of them is right. Could you imagine walking down to a basement? There's no lights on, but there's three open doors. They're all bows. <laughs> like, they all go to the same place. <laughs> but yes, I am. I'm, uh, well, when this comes out, I may have something new open, or I'm working on something new. <laughs> To, so, it, it, it's going to be along the so, lines of Bone Scott. It's so mysterious. But the next generation. <laughs> <laughs> Something art related. It's fine. <laughs> it's or fine. go to Duffy's and ask about someone. Yeah. They'll know. Excellent. It, it doesn't Duffy's. matter. Beetle Duffy's. Go to Beetle, Beetle Duffy's, 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 Duffy's. ask for Bo. They'll so, point him out. It's been a while since we've mentioned Duffy's. Beetle Duffy's. But it is such a small world because, Bo, you live right down the street. Yes. Or actually down the street. I live Literally. right across the street. You met my significant other, Anne, how many ever in, years ago yeah, in, in Chicago, Chicago <laughs> at a Bowlby concert with we Lois. were both from Fargo, yeah. living a block or yeah. roughly, roughly a block apart. It's crazy. You Bowlby guys have <laughs> you've been restraining order close to each other, and it took you to <laughs> Chicago <laughs> to figure it out. That's fucking amazing. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So, so All right, Knox, get one of these. Yes, Knox, that's that's who I am. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. I almost spit up my old fashioned. All right, Chris, you got any social medias? I will promote Squiggly Giglio on TikTok. That's my girlfriend, and sometimes I'm sleeping uh, as a potato. It's fair. Good have to you be mixed any? Have you guys mixed any? Well, has she mis- <clears throat> mixed any drinks lately? Oh, no, but actually, yeah, we're going to start our Facebook channel really good and proud soon. Um, so we're going to put some uh, um, Keely. Uh, I'm not going to tell you what the joke is, but Keely's going to make some drinks for us. I'm going to make some drinks for us. We're going to teach you how to make and some it's, cocktails. We're going to be where we're going to do some fun stuff on YouTube for uh, bruise, booze and reviews. Excellent. Uh, and if you want to hear me uh, sleeping. <laughs> and, and just talking in my sleep as a potato or other random things. My girlfriend records me at night sometimes. <laughs> or a potato. Under Squiggly Giglio on TikTok, motherfuckers. There you go. Is that, is that all your, one uh, word? Of course it Squiggly, is. wiggly, mug, motherfuckers? Ernie, what's your OnlyFans username so the, <laughs> the listeners know? That's, uh, it's just under, damn, it's cold out here, cox.com. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ! All right, yes. All right, let's get, one, let's get one of them. Last point. 
And here's what people think when they see me out in the ice cold. Yeah, I'm just throwing There's in shrinkage. as we go. Here we go. There's shrinkage in the Ernie. cold. Ernie, where the fucking people can find you? Uh, pr- across the street. All right, guys. This has been a Predicate Productions episode of Bruce Booze and Reviews. For more information, head over to BruceBooseandReviews.com. Special thanks to our sponsors for supporting our podcast. You, too, can support our show by supporting them. We have merch for sale that you can purchase from our shops tab on Facebook. We also have extra content that you can accept. Access. <laughs> I was going to say this is going down fast. You can accept it <laughs> Dude, or not get, accept it. He's getting those new baby horse We're legs. We're going to give it to you. <laughs> it's about to fall. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> we also have extra content that you can purchase or you can access by going to patreon.com backslash bruise, bruise, and reviews. For just $3 a month, you can get two last call episodes that we record and release every month, every single time you go there. <laughs> Fuck it, I don't know. <laughs> More content coming soon. <laughs> Buy our merch. Pay three bucks a month can to I listen just, to can us. Can I sum it up? Follow us at Brews, Booze, and Reviews. That's everywhere. That's on Patreon, Facebook, Twitter. It's Brews, Booze, and Reviews. No, we don't have Twitter. Ah, fuck. <laughs> I guess I'm not good at this either. <laughs> I'm going to inter- interject here. Nathan, Bo, what do you think of my podcast pants? They're pretty gnarly, dude. <laughs> they won. <laughs> They're the most vibrant out pair of, of pants. Out of six. Shit. Shut the fuck up. And of course, <laughs> five. thanks out to out you, our listeners and neighbors, without whom this podcast couldn't happen. And to you, we say, may your glasses be full and your spirits high. Cheers, you goddamn motherfuckers. Woo! You guys rule. <laughs> Girls drool. <laughs>